And I didn't have really that as much way back when, when I was struggling with my own self-worth and and my own self-love. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose him. Oh my God, I'm going to lose him. (laughs) I was always afraid. Like he would just like wake up one day and not be the person I thought he was. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I am so happy that you're here today. Today, I want to talk about loving yourself in a relationship. I think that there's like these, I'm going to call them myths, okay? (laughs) There's this myth going around, and it's been around since the dawn of time, I feel like. I've heard this all my life that, you know, they say you can't love someone until you love yourself. And that's just not true. (laughs) You know, as humans, love is our natural state. Like we have such a great capacity for love. We just do. And, you know, like think of moms, right? Like moms who like never give to themselves, but they're just like constantly, constantly pouring their love and time and attention and focus into their children, right? Like, it doesn't mean they're, they don't have love. Like what are they giving? They're giving love. But I will say that, you know, loving someone else is richer and deeper and so much more comfortable and amazing when you do love yourself. So coming from personal experience, I've been with my husband just about 10 years now. And there were in the beginning, and there were many times where maybe I did not love myself completely and fully like I do today. And it's been an up and down journey for me, for sure. You know, like I was interested in it. I was looking for it. I was finding it. I was cultivating it. And over this 10 year period, I have begun to love myself in a way that I hadn't imagined was even possible. And so I want to talk about that because I think it's really important. I just see it out there a lot. And if you are avoiding being in a relationship because you think you have to be perfect or you think you have to be completely healed, that's just not the case. And there's a healthy and an unhealthy way to be in a relationship and cultivate your own self-love or get to a place where you truly deeply know, care, and love yourself. So where does self-love come from? right? Like where does it even come from? How do we even begin to cultivate self-love or what does that look like? And what I believe is that, you know, self-love is about meeting those parts and pieces of yourself that you're not super proud of, right? Like the stuff that keeps you from being the best possible you. So if you have habit of self-sabotage, or if you have a coping strategy or something like a go-to, right? Like whenever you feel bad, you go to food, you go to alcohol, you go to drugs, you go to sex, you go to working out. Like if you have a go-to, there's something there. So this is about finding those pieces of yourself that if you were to love them, then they would resolve. Like these behaviors and habits are not about behaviors and habits. They're about beliefs and how we feel about ourselves. And so if you're struggling to love yourself, then you likely have some deep rooted beliefs in your system that maybe you're not lovable or maybe you're not worthy of love. And those are the beliefs that need to be looked at in order for you to begin to shift and change and create new beliefs 
And then you'll start, you know, having different thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and results as, as a result of shifting those beliefs. So if you feel like you're not worthy of love, or if you feel like you're just not lovable, then you're likely going to default into a lot of these unhealthy behaviors in a relationship. So one unhealthy behavior is replacing your love with theirs, right? Like if you don't feel like you have it in you to love yourself and you're just kind of like using their love for you as a placeholder, if something happens, like not even, I'm not even talking about like a breakup or, you know, just if something happens where like maybe you get into a fight or maybe like they don't hear from them all day and then suddenly you feel that like panicked, oh my God, something's wrong or they don't love me or, you know, feeling it's unhealthy to kind of fill this hole in yourself with someone else's love because it's not sustainable. And even if your, your love with them lasts forever, there's still a really unhealthy dependent, codependent element in it. And you will never feel secure, happy, and good in your body, in yourself, and how you feel about yourself if you are using someone else's feelings about you to replace your own. Another unhealthy thing that tends to happen in a relationship is abandoning like what brings you joy, abandoning the things that you do that bring you joy so that you can spend more time with this person. Because this person obviously makes you feel really good, right? It's an external hit. It's kind of like, you know, doing drugs or getting drunk. Like you get high for a little bit and it feels really good, but then the high wears off. So you need more. And that's kind of what happens when you're spending time with someone who makes you feel really good. You want more, 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 more time. And what tends to happen is we abandon these hobbies that we love. We stop hanging out with our friends that we see all the time, you know, our weekly brunches or whatever. And we end up filling up all of our time with this one person. And just as it's unhealthy to like replace their love with yours, right? Or replace your love with theirs. It's also really unhealthy to have nothing for yourself and to only want to spend your time with another person. And this is something I see happen a lot. And it generally happens, you know, first thing in a relationship when it's new and that's like fun and exciting. But over time, you know, the newness starts to wear off and it's like, okay, we're settling into our life together now. And what does that look like? And by that point, someone has abandoned all of their things that they do separately that make them happy. I am a firm believer that having separate hobbies, separate interests, you know, yes, you want to have common interests. Like, of course, you know, my husband and I have several common interests, but we also have interests that are completely separate. I do what brings me joy every single day, whether that be reading a book or working. I love to work, you know, doing some art, hanging out with a friend, talking to a friend, you know, like I, sometimes I go and I work out alone, even though it's something that we do together. So having that separation gives you that time that, oh, that needed time you need with yourself. How in the world can you love yourself more? How in the world can you care and, and cultivate the self-love if you're spending every minute of your time with another human. 
there was no space for you to get to know you and to, you know, feel into what brings you joy outside of another human. So that is where it can get really unhealthy is spending every minute with someone else and you just don't have the space for you. So another way that, you know, this can become unhealthy, like trying to cultivate self-love in a relationship or where this kind of tends to hit a wall is, you know, needing the constant approval, attention, compliments from the other person. And this goes along with replacing, you know, your love with theirs. It's, it's them, you know, if they don't compliment you, if they don't tell you you're pretty, if they're not constantly like thinking of you, talking to you, texting you, giving you attention, right? And then we get really needy. We need more. We need more. We need more. It's just never enough. Or, you know, if they stop one day or they just don't send that good morning, beautiful text or whatever, it's like feels awful. So having to need approval from someone else kind of takes away your opportunity to give that approval to yourself, to give yourself attention and to give yourself compliments. It is so great to have someone give us compliments. It is so great, but I'm telling you, it does not hit. It does not hit like it does when you are able to give them to yourself and truly, truly believe them. So it's really easy to be in a relationship and depend on the other person to fill you up. It happens all the time. And sometimes people are in it for years and years and years, and it just creates this really unhealthy kind of situation. And you are not able to really cultivate your self-love if you're doing these behaviors. If you are worried about them, you know, giving attention to someone else. And and like, sometimes you just may be with the wrong person. I'm just going to put that out there. You know, I, I see women like that are not insecure women, but are led to be insecure because of the actions of the person that they're with insecurity, it's like a, it's like a weed, man, it grows, right? And so if, if someone else is like, participating in behaviors that make you feel insecure, and you just kind of like deal with it, or, you know, explain it away, or try to get more of their approval, attention, compliments, or whatever to kind of compensate for the insecurity, like that gets you into an even unhealthier situation, you know, so sometimes it's about looking at the person you're even with and just being like, is this the right person for me? Or do I just like, when they give me the attention, does it just feel really good? Do I like the feeling that they are giving me when they are giving me attention? But does it feel like absolute shit when they're not? I have been with people who it was like, when the sun was shining on me, it was like I could fly. (laughs) I felt like I could fly when they were showing me love. But when they took that love away, or when they were mean or, you know, withheld their love and and their feelings, it felt like I was at the bottom of the pit of despair. It was like, I would never come back from that feeling until they, the sun shined on me again. That is so fucking unhealthy. Okay. Like, and a lot of men who do this are narcissists. And that is just like, I believe that fundamentally at our core, all humans are capable of change, but you need the ability to turn inward and look at yourself and what, and own your shit. Right. And narcissists, like, I don't believe can do that. I don't believe a narcissist can look inside because that's, that's not what they do. They don't turn inward. So it would take a lot 
for someone like that to change. And as women, we want to be a part of that change. We want to help make everyone a better person. And we want to help make the person that we're with a better person. And when you're in a situation like that, it can get ugly really fast. And then you just end up so miserable, so unhappy. And self-love is not even possible. It is not impossible in a relationship with a narcissist or a controlling person or someone who basically plays you like a puppet. If you feel like you're at the end of puppet strings because of someone else, like there is no hope for you to generate self-love in this space. It is not a co-nourishing space. It is an unhealthy, toxic one. And so, you know, like I said, having been in that situation myself, I had to take like the one little shred of I deserve better. And it was a teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny shred. And I had to, you know, compile it with having the actual balls to pack up and go. And after I did that, you know, that's when the rebuild started. That's when I had to like basically rebuild my self-worth, my self-esteem. And it was a long, long road because what I had before was already, you know, not... (laughs) not up to par. And then after being with someone like that, it really, it freaking destroyed me. So knowing, is this relationship I'm in healthy in general? Is this person the kind of person that can hold me in this relationship and in this space? And so now I want to go into like, how to healthfully cultivate self-love in a relationship. Like, what does that look like? What does it look like to be in a relationship with someone and maybe not love yourself completely and continue to grow and work on yourself in this container of your relationship and be supported. So that's the first step, right? Is is there support? Not dependency. There's a difference. Know the distinction, okay? This is not I'm dependent on you to make me feel better. I'm dependent on you to love me so I can feel love for myself. This is support. And support can feel really kind of scary and unsafe sometimes because a lot, you know, a lot of us go through life and not and we don't have that support or getting a support from a significant other just is foreign to us because we're not used to it. So Support, having this person just be like, oh, you want to do that thing? Okay, cool. I've got you. They listen to you. You know, if you're doing something hard, whether it be starting a business, starting a fitness journey, you know, like shooting for a goal of some sorts, even, you know, working in in your nine to five job and wanting to get to the next level or even just wanting to do a good job, you know, just, hey, this is my career and I'm excited about it. And they're excited about it too. It's sharing that. It's having that support. Like, hey, listen, if anything happens, I've got you, right? Like that is important. It's not really possible to cultivate self-love in a relationship if you don't have it with someone who isn't supportive of you because then you're battling that, right? Like you're not just sitting here trying to support yourself and trying to be there for yourself. You're dealing with someone who will not be there for you. And now it's like pinging that part of you that says, I'm not worthy. See, they don't support me. I'm not lovable. See, because they're, they're not loving me like I need. And so it like perpetuates these beliefs that we already have about ourselves. So support, paramount. And again, I'm going to bring up having separate things, like having a person that is okay with you doing your own thing. 
and encouraging it. Not because they want to get away from you. Not because they, you know, like and my husband and I talk about this all the time. And he's like, I don't go hunting or do whatever to get away from you. He's like, I just really enjoy it. And I know that if you were there with me, you would not enjoy it. And so then I would be spending my time thinking about how you're not enjoying it and wanting you to enjoy it, but you're not. And so then I can't enjoy it, right? Like it becomes this like whole thing. So having that, you know, I want you to have your time for yourself and I want to have my time for myself is a very, very healthy way to cultivate self-love while you're in a relationship because you're getting that time and that space that you need so badly for yourself. And that other person is happy to give it to you. They want you to do that. You can tell when someone truly genuinely just wants you to get away from them, right? Like that's not what this is. It's not what this is. And just like having separate hobbies, it's also important to have separate goals. You know, having a a goal as a couple is awesome. And that's another thing, but having separate goals, like, and supporting each other in those goals, there have been, you know, so many times in my relationship where my husband has leveled up and he has reached goals for himself and he has done new things and he has done hard things. And me witnessing that and watching it and supporting him through that has led me to level up, has led me to do hard things. It, it's like a, a very beautiful kind of symbiotic relationship where I'm not getting left behind because I have a desire in myself to do better. And that desire is, is triggered when I see him do better and, and vice versa, right? So having someone who is improving themselves or when you go to improve yourself, they go to improve themselves because they're like, oh, wow, like she's doing it. Like I, that, you know, I want to do that too. And not putting you down because you're trying to better yourself or being afraid or insecure that they're going to get left behind. So having this ability to work on yourself in this relationship is really important. And like I said, having goals together, having a goal with someone that you get to work towards it with them, whether it be a financial goal, you know, or maybe you like both want to run a marathon or something and and you're a long ways away and you guys want to train together or whatever it may be. Oh my goodness. Having a goal that you can accomplish together and be proud of each other and proud of yourselves through the process, that is going to help you cultivate self-love, even though it is with another person, because you're doing your part in it. They're doing their part in it. When they slip and fall, you catch them. And when you slip and fall, they catch you. And it builds this like confidence. It creates this amazing kind of like partnership that feels really good and really healthy. And that is what is important is this healthy relationship. You know, my relationship with my husband has always been healthy. It has always been super, super healthy. And so I was able to, in this space, cultivate my own self-love. That's the missing piece. It's not about, oh, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. It's no, (laughs) It's you can enter a relationship with someone and not be perfect and not be completely healed and they can be the same. But if you both have desire to head in the right direction, the same direction, right? If you are interested in growing together and bettering yourself and they're interested in bettering themselves, 
That's the magic stuff, you guys. Being in a relationship with someone who makes you feel bad and being in a relationship with someone who you feel like you've got to like have their attention 24 seven, you know, like that is not healthy. If you're not in a relationship, like maybe you should wait a little bit until you're able to find something inside of yourself without another person, you know, having to give it to you because attention and affection and love from another person is added value. It's adding to what's already there. If my husband woke up tomorrow and told me he didn't love me anymore, it would crush my heart for sure. But there's still a lot of me inside of myself that is so solid that cannot be shook. It just can't. It cannot be shook by another person. And I've built that myself. Now, I don't think that will happen. (laughs) But, you know, knowing that everything my husband brings to me is extra, it's added value. And I not only get to experience love and affection and attention from him, but it's tenfold. It feels even better than it would feel if I was using it in, as a replacement. And, and I know this because, you know, early on in our relationship, I had a pretty strong sense of self, but, you know, there were definitely, definitely a lot of work I still had to do. And so, you know, there were definitely times where I needed that validation from him. I just needed it in order to be okay. (laughs) And I know what that felt like. And it felt like I was constantly like chasing something like a hamster on a wheel, right? Like you're just constantly trying to get that feeling and you're trying to get it from the other person versus today where it's here. It's in me. It's here. And sure, I have days where I doubt myself or I have days where my confidence isn't as high as I would like it or, you know, maybe a little insecurity or or something or worthiness pops up and I get to go in and I get to work on that inside myself rather than go to him and try to get him to like (laughs) fill that hole. So today versus, you know, back then, I just feel the love all the time. Like, I lie there in bed at night sometimes and I'm like, man, I am so grateful for this love that I have with him. I am so happy with him. It feels so good to just have this incredible man in my life and know that I deserve him. It feels amazing. And I didn't have really that as much, you know, way back when, when I was struggling with my own self-worth and and my own self-love. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose him. Oh my God, I'm going to lose him. (laughs) I was always afraid. Like he would just like wake up one day and not be the person I thought he was. I was so terrified of losing him. I was unable to be in the moment and to, and to be in this space that I am in now, this richness, this happiness that is just a constant. Even when, you know, he pisses me off or irritates me (laughs) or vice versa, I annoy him. You know, even when like there's a going on in our relationship, like I still feel the same way because I know like whatever dumb thing is going on, like it's so much deeper than that, like what we have. And then also what I have in myself, like I don't just immediately turn to that fear of like, oh no, I'm going to lose him. (laughs) Or maybe he doesn't love me or, you know, even if he gets mad at me about something, which is like, I mean, this is all super rare in our relationship. But, you know, if he were to get mad at me about something, it's like, I know that it's okay because I am worthy of love. 
I am deserving of love from both myself and from him. And I don't have to have that fear anymore. Oh my gosh, like what if he doesn't love me? Like I don't have to feel that fear anymore. So I I really wanted to, just in this episode, really kind of like lay out how you can absolutely love someone else before you really love yourself. I have loved my husband since almost the minute I met him. (laughs) Since so soon in the beginning, I just felt bursting with love for him. And it was pure and it was free flowing and there was it was not transactional and it was not like oh well what if he doesn't it was just i loved him and i did not even care if he loved me back at that time right like i just did and i was able to love him so deeply even when i did not love myself even when i struggled to love myself and even when i was working on really loving myself and getting to this place Love is natural. Love is so easy. We don't even think about it when we love someone else. We just do. We just do. And it's so hard for some reason for us to love ourselves in that way. One of my definitions of self-love is taking that love that we so freely give to other people, like we don't even think about and turning it inward. Like, why do we have to think about loving ourselves? Why do we have to try Oh, I have to try to love myself. That's crazy. It's crazy to feel like we have to try and work at something that is so absolutely natural to us. At our very core, we are meant to love. So why not love us too? I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something out of it, even just a little nugget. If it was good for you, please go ahead and send this episode to a friend. Please share. Please drop in my DMs if you want to chat or if you have any questions. I love talking to you guys. It is like my favorite and I'm always here. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.